0: Museum of the Moving Image welcomes you to the Pinewood Dialogues Online, an archive of conversations with innovative creative figures in film, television, and digital media. Visit Museum of the Moving Image in New York City or online at www.movingimage.us. I was just saying that Om has won all kinds of awards in India. He's won Filmfare Awards, National Awards, Padam Shri... And he's uh, won awards in Britain. He has an OBE from Britain. He's won awards in Belgium and uh, Canada. And now uh, his big film, what I think is going to be a big, wonderful film for him, is going to be shown in America. So far, I think the Indian-Americans certainly know Ohm's work because we watch uh, a lot of the Hindi films as well but the American audiences don't necessarily know his work, and I think with this new film, Hundred Foot Journey, everything's going to change, I think, and he's going to become very, very well-known. The film, as you know, is about food, and my first question, being who I am, is do you cook?
1: (laughs) I I do cook reasonably well, but... uh... Um am uh, not like you. No, no, no. But <laughs> uh,
0: well, what do you cook? I'm interested. Well,
1: I mostly cook vegetarian food. I grew up as a vegetarian, but later I did started eating non-veg. But now I have gone back and I've become a fishitarian.
0: Okay. Good. Well, at <laughs> I least eat we, fish. We know that now. Uh, how did you get interested in acting at all? Uh, when we were sitting backstage, you were saying something about that you really wanted to join the army. So, how did your head change from the army to acting?
1: Well, it happened uh, in school. I was uh, wanted to join the army, but when I reached college, I was participating in games and uh, you know other activities, and drama was one of them. And uh, in one of the festivals of the college. A couple who were judging the event picked me up they had their kind of semi professional theater group and uh, they said why don't you join our group so I told them I said "Uh, well uh, I am working and studying I study in the evening and during the day I work they said why how much do you get I said 125 rupees this I'm talking about the 60s 63 64 and he said, we'll give you 150 if you join us. And you join the morning college, and evening you do theater with us. I said, sounds good. you know. <laughs> so I joined them. And gradually, I mean, I was very shy and very withdrawn, uh, you know, introvert. Um, but I had a lot of feelings looking at the world around me, particularly disparities in the society used to disturb me. Um, I was born in a very uh, modest family. And uh, so when I started doing plays with them which were socially relevant, that sort of gave a voice to my feelings. So I thought, since I am quiet in real life and I am, you know, uh, introvert in real life and this gives me, this makes me feel lighter and the emotions which I feel uh, I'm able to convey it to and share it with the audience. So that's how I got hooked on to. Plus, the, you know, the claps of the audience is very, uh, sort of, it, it takes you, uh, you get used to it and you get hooked on to it.
0: <laughs> so, uh, did you always have this deep voice courage? Did you always have the deep voice or did you learn to use your voice this way?
1: Well, I think basically the voice was good, right? I was born with it. Uh, <laughs> but uh, during the drama school, I was there for three years in okay, drama start,
0: school. T- tell us how you thought of going to drama school and which school you chose and why you went and your life in the school.
1: Well, uh, this couple with whom I was working while I was studying, they came from the same drama school. So through them I came to know about the National School of Drama in Delhi, which is a very, very tough training and very good school. Um, We were exposed to the world theater. We did Shakespeare, we did Brecht, we did Ibsen, we did Chekhov, and we did uh, Indian plays as well. Um, we had uh, you know literature we had Western drama Indian drama classical Indian drama modern Indian drama plus yoga dance everything connected with theater so it was a very substantial course Uh, you know from eight to four we used to have regular classes and after that you know about 530 We used to have a production going on in which the whole school, first year, second year, third year, was involved, and it was open to public. So it was done professionally, and that really helps you a great deal because you are going in front of the audience. Mm -hmm. So you have to have a certain standard.
0: And uh, some of the people who were in school with you, I gather Nasiruddin Shah was... Yes, around the same time, and you've been in so many. We were films in the together. same.
1: We were in the same class.
0: You're yes. in the same class. Well, so yes. that's that. That is amazing. And then you went on to the Film Institute in at Pune. Yes. And what made you do that?
1: Uh, in the Hindi film industry, nobody knew about National School of Drama, unfortunately. And to get into films, I mean, the kind of uh, looks you were supposed to have for the Hindi film industry. Uh, we didn 't have we were we are not traditionally good looking <laughs> uh, you know fat noses have no place in <laughs> in the film industry unfortunately uh, but it is not so in the West yeah. otherwise otherwise, Anthony Quinn would never have been an actor
0: <laughs>
1: so anyway uh, so to go through that, we thought we will get. Recognition that somebody from the Film Institute was accepted in the Bombay film industry. But slowly, Nasiruddin Shah again was with me mm-hmm. in uh, film school. We are the only two idiots who went to both schools.
0: <laughs> <coughs>
1: and uh, um, uh, after the training, we reached Bombay. So at least we were uh, uh, given hearing that they are from the Film Institute, Pune. Mm-hmm. But slowly, The National School of Drama became a kind of a brand. I mean, we went to Bombay in 76. We were the only two drama school uh, graduates, but today we have about more than 100 actors who are working in the the film industry from National School of Drama.
0: Okay. So from there... Now, one of the first uh, films that you did was Ghashiram uh, uh, Kotwal.
1: Um, actually, uh, the first, f- this was a second film. Uh-huh. The first film actually was Girish Karnar's Godhuli. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: That was the first
0: one. Mm-hmm. So you were doing playwrights films in yes, initially. Yes. And some of us here saw uh, Ghashiram uh, Kotwal as a play. So they may be quite... I worked in the it. play as well. You were in the- in Marathi? No, in Hindi. In Hindi. Yes. All right. Because that is a, a, part, from, a part for a very uh, tough man and you played uh, many, many…
1: I, I played Ghasi in yeah. in the film yeah. and I played Nana in the play.
0: Oh, I see, I see. Now, one of the films of yours that I like the most, I think it's a film if you haven't seen, you must rent it and see it. And one of the scenes was from that film. Is Ad Satya, yes. which is absolutely Govind Halani's film. It's just a wonderful, wonderful film. And you play in it um, what we in the 60s used to call an angry young man. Yes. And it is very much an v- angry young man. And your style of acting in that is what I would call the method. Yes. It was really yes. like the method. You're very much into the role. Now, how do you prepare for a role?
1: Well, incidentally, this was the film um, which was released in eighty-three, and I, w- I went to Bombay in um, seventy-six. This was my lottery in the in the film industry. Everybody sort of sat back, uh, you know, and noticed me uh, in this film. I got the national award for this, and I got the international award in Carlo um, Vivari. In terms of preparation, I emotionally I was ready to play the part, uh, but the physical aspect of it, is I, I didn't know how to ride a motorbike, which is which is uh, almost like a character in the film. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I started learning the motorbike two months before that. In fact, I told the producers, I said, "Get me a old second-hand motorbike so that I can start driving around." So they got me one. I got it, uh, you know, uh, uh, whatever has to be fixed in it. And then I used to go around, and I could leave one hand and drive. And in fact, uh, when we were shooting on the street, uh, uh, and we were crossing a a signal, a circle, the policeman thought I'm a real policeman, because I was in the (laughs) uniform. And that time my face was not known, so he saluted me, and I
0: <laughs>
1: and I raised my hand to him. You know. um, as I said, emotionally, I was ready from drama school itself because we had done, as I told you, you know, great writers. Uh, you know, and I did main parts uh, in Three Sisters, for example. I played in mm-hmm. and in Doll's House, I played the main character. Mm-hmm. You know? So, as an actor, we were absolutely ready up to So, you were
0: uh, really recognized as early as the National School of Drama. People knew your quality
1: yes. of acting.
0: Yes. Uh, You've played a lot of uh, tough guy roles. I think it's partly your voice and partly your physique. Uh, but some of the scenes that I absolutely love to watch are your more vulnerable scenes where you're more. Uh, they are often with women where you have a confused relationship with them. and uh, That was
1: only on screen,
0: otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know about that from what I read. Uh, so in Ad Satya, for example, uh, there's this wonderful scene which we showed where you're talking to uh, Smita Patil and telling her that your manhood is uh, being questioned and you can't deal with it. And it's such a wonderful, wonderful scene, Any any actor would enjoy watching that. And then you have a similar scene in The Reluctant Fundamentalist with Rachel Griffith, which is a different sort of scene in the sense that you are, again, vulnerable, not sure where you want to go with this, right. attracted to her, but not sure what you want to do with this. And they are beautifully done, I have to say, so congratulations on that. But you tell me, from your point of view more
1: about those scenes, because I want to know more. Uh, well, satya that scene, uh, you know, here was a you know, young man who wanted to be a teacher, and his father was a junior police officer, but his father was very, very dominating, and he wanted him to join the police. So, against his own will, he joined the police, but honest, sincere, good citizen and he wanted to remain so and he wanted to be honest but because of the political system because of the police system and how police is controlled by politicians he got frustrated and uh, in that frustration uh, since the law did not do anything to uh, to the uh, to the politician and he humiliated him so much uh, to the extent that he throttled him and killed him now you told and the for that the film. sorry you
0: told them the ending of the film
1: then <laughs> i'm not supposed to no
0: no no they have to <laughs> the the video and watch it but never mind <laughs>
1: no then there's there's lot more i will tell you <laughs>
0: Uh, and, and tell us more about working with Rachel Griffith in that fu- uh, Reluctant Fundamentalist. Because that no. is so beautifully yeah.
1: done. I'll, I'll yeah. come to that. I just want to mention one yeah. thing. Yes. In Ardha Satya, there is one scene, which I didn't think so much... Well, no, I, I just did a scene. But a lot of uh, friends, and particularly my colleague, who is as good as I am, uh, Nasiruddin Shah, he asked me seriously, he said... Uh, you did a scene where you are drunk and you come to the police station in the uniform and you are reprimanded for that did you actually drink (laughs) I said are you mad (laughs) you know we did that scene in the afternoon and uh, director is most celebrated director he would have thrown me out of the film you know Uh, because it was so subtle and it was so real that a lot of people talked about that scene. Yeah, it was a uh, wonderful scene, you did it
0: very well. Yeah,
1: anyway, with Rachel, it was absolutely marvellous. The first day we were introduced to each other, it was shot uh, partly in Halifax in England, and the rest it was done in London, in, uh, in the studios. So we met in Halifax. In the morning we were introduced to each other, and in the afternoon, uh, we happened to be having, a, sharing a cup of coffee. I said, I need to pick up something from the market, which was right behind our hotel. She said, yes, I also need to pick up something. So both of us went, and it was a big kind of a municipal market, and uh, there was a flower shop. She said, you pick up whatever you want to, and we meet after 20 minutes. We will meet at this shop. I said, fine. I picked up everything, then I came to the flower shop, and I picked up two bouquets. So I was this side, came to the counter to pay, and she came from the other side with two bouquets to pay to the counter. So she brought one for me, and I brought one for her. <laughs> and we just fell in love with each other.
0: <laughs> that Those scenes were all your scenes with her are. Are gorgeous. And, That's a and very beautiful. dear film
1: of yeah. mine. Yes. I
0: mean, uh, it is a beautiful film. Yeah. Uh, I, a lot of you have seen East is East, uh, which we all enjoyed very much in various ways. But what I didn't know till I saw just now is that there is a West is West. Did, has anybody seen that? And it's absolutely wonderful, but it hasn't played in America, really. At least I have not seen it. I had not read about it, and it's beautifully done. Yeah, it's a very good film. But it
1: it do it didn't do as well as East is East.
0: So you've done two scripts by Ayub Ayeuprandine. Yes. yes, wonderful, and yes. he's such a such a good writer. Did you go to Pakistan to shoot it? Where did you shoot it?
1: We shot it in India, near Chandigarh in the north.
0: I see. Yeah. I see. You didn't go into Pakistan. No, at we, all di- we did.
1: We dare not.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, d- d- difficult time. Mm-hmm. But again, if For those of you who have seen East is East and not West is West, you should really rent that as well and and see it. Now, there are so many big Hollywood names that everybody knows that you've worked with. Uh, Helen Mirren is the latest of them. There's Jack Nicholson. There's Tom Hanks. Did you learn anything from them? (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, they, they know it. No, you, Alice, you, you always learn something, it's not that you don't, it's a never-ending story. But uh, uh, I must say when I was uh, doing Wolf, I was very nervous because Jack Nicholson, big name, we've seen his film, we've seen how talented he is. But I had told myself, I said, I want to be as good as him in this scene. Mm. So I prepared myself so much that uh, Mike Nichols, a wonderful director, he said, "Okay, boys, go over the scene. So it, it was a long scene, it was about three-and-a-half four-minute scene and uh, we went through it without forgetting our lines he was ready I was ready I had most lines actually It didn't have many lines in that scene Um, and Mike Nichols said oh that's interesting he said well done but uh, because see he the scene was designed in the kitchen here is a little corridor And it spreads over to a small room because the man lives alone and then you have a kitchen which is like an open kitchen sitting area and kitchen you can see each other if you are sitting here I'm making tea here so we can we can talk to each other so while making tea I was coming back where I made him sit and go back to the kitchen and come again etc but they had lit up only for the kitchen and not for the sitting area. So Mike Nichols said, uh, that's interesting. So he asked the cameraman, mm, how long will it take you to lit up Mm -hmm. this sitting area? He said, I'll take about 15 to 20 minutes. He said, go ahead and do it, because these moves are very interesting.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: So I was very happy and thrilled. That uh, he uh, he allows showing
0: me. him how to direct. <laughs> no, not no 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 no
1: no no not really. And uh, and I admire those directors who first allow yeah. the actor to go over the scene and then guide them. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, at best, you are following the director. Yeah. Yeah. You know, let it come from the actors, and then you direct them.
0: That's right. Well, thank you very much. Uh, I think uh, I'm not sure I'm supposed to do this, but I think you have to introduce the film uh, to everyone. Tell them about the film and whatever you want to tell them about it.
1: Okay. Well, well, this is a this is a very pleasant film. There are no guns and no stunts, (laughs) and uh, no lies lies in the sense technical lies today you know computer does a lot of things men flying heroes flying you know uh, you know bashing 30 people alone which you can't do it in real life so none of that thing is there there are a lot of emotions and there's a lot of fun and humor in it and food is a character in this And I won't tell you the story, and I won't tell you anything, but let me tell you, it's a warm film. And I hope you will all enjoy, and I'm sure you will enjoy.
0: And you'll come out very hungry, I can tell you that.
1: (laughs) That is for sure. That is for sure that you will be out hungry. If you want to do your reservations in the restaurant, quickly do it in two minutes because of, <laughs> before the film
0: starts. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Much. Thank you for listening. The Pinewood Dialogues at Museum of the Moving Image are made possible by generous support from the Pannonia Foundation. To learn more about the museum, visit www.movingimage.us.